What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. How does it feel to kind of be like the most stable relationship in Vanderpump Rules history? Like what's also what's the secret behind your success? I mean, look, we definitely have our ups and downs for sure. Um, I think we've been really good about respecting each other and having each other's backs in, in, in a reasonable way. Oh my god, you guys, listen. It's Sunday night. It is literally after 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And I am here in the office at VPR Central <laughs> after, I mean, honestly, a weird and wild couple days um, reporting back from Bravo News Network about where the fuck things stand and what the actual fuck allegedly happened when it comes to all things Tom, Ariana, and Raquel. So listen, recorded AG Classic on Friday with Bravo bestie Dylan Hafer. You guys may have listened to it, had a lot of fun, recorded it again Friday afternoon. And then as soon as we finished recording, we're in the office. You know, I love a one-on-one. I immediately start, you know, um, putting the recording equipment away. Dill checks his phone. He sort of pauses and then says to me, I have news. And I was like, okay essentially, do you want to know? And I was like, it better be good, as in good news, as in I truly don't know what to expect, but it needs to be something positive. And then he said out loud into the ether, Tom and Ariana broke up because he was cheating with Raquel. And you could have seen the words leave his mouth and kind of do like a little swirly, taking the long route as they entered my ears because I couldn't process it. Because the majority of my brain was like, Tom and Ariana broke up. And then I thought, Raquel? And then I thought, don't I know a Raquel? And then I thought, the Raquel from the show? And then I thought, having sex with each other? And then I thought, Raquel from the show, and I couldn't process it. But I did know in that moment, as he went to, I guess, 
James Kennedy's Instagram, because James was the first pump rule star to my knowledge to reference what the fuck went down on social, on his grid, not even stories, um, which I found particularly surprising. I don't know. You, you prioritize wild things when your body goes into a state of shock. But I went from packing up that equipment to just immediately unpacking it. And so Dylan and I, that was essentially all of the information that I had, aside from Dylan may have mentioned like Ariana's brother commented on something and I was like, let's just talk about it. Let's record. So we recorded a triage style emergency Patreon that you can listen to now at the AG Patreon. I consider it a historical document at this point where over the course of 40 plus minutes, Dylan attempts to explain to me what cheating is. And I'm like, Raquel, you can hear. I've heard from people who listen to the episode. I myself, I, I, you could imagine I'm, you know, I'm not a big fan of listening to myself in long form conversation. I get sick of myself. I mean, I got a little place in line for that. Um, but I, I actually listened to that episode twice because I couldn't process in the moment what happened. And I think we all as a community, as a universe, having discovered this at once, the collective international what the fuck that went out and has honestly remained at a very, very consistently high bar since that moment happened. I don't know about you, but I have not been able to stay off my phone. And I have not been great about that on a good day. But if we want to call this like three very bad days, I have been particularly tough with trying to take my eyes off what the fuck is going on, which I do want to discuss a little bit, like the impact about this and why it's landing so deeply for so many of us and also the different ways we've been receiving this. But we recorded that episode. Episode went up essentially. Um, I like literally said goodbye to Dill after and was like, oh my God. And then put the episode up immediately Friday. At this point, it's probably like late afternoon. And you guys got to listen to the AG classic that we recorded the next day, which didn't reference what everyone was losing their minds over because we recorded it right before slash as the news was getting out. It was honestly kind of fascinating. Dylan has a thriving, thriving Instagram, which you guys may have heard of, Bravo by Betches, and was actually posting as he was speaking out loud while we were recording the Patreon. As a way of comparison, I can't walk and text at the same time. And this man was creating and posting content while he was speaking quite eloquently with a couple LOLs about what the fuck to feel at this moment. So shout out to Dill. But essentially, since this happened, I have had my own personal like stranglehold on getting taking in, unpacking, questioning, depending on 
some of this content that's coming out from LOL production sources or LOL unnamed reps, which will get you. But I have not been able to look away. And I know that a lot of podcasters doing the Lord's work, honestly, please thank your local neighborhood content creator because some of us are <laughs> trying to make it through at this point. But um, I know a bunch of podcasters put up emergency episodes on Saturday and I was like, the Patreon's up. I need to process this. I need to understand if anyone is going to be commenting on this on behalf of the cast and Lord knows many did and just kind of see where this goes. And since obviously Friday, Saturday, Tom Sandoval has released a statement. Schwartz and Sandys has attempted to release a statement. Schwartz made a little bit of an LOL. Katie, Lala, Kristen, James, you name it. Charlie, Dana, Kristen again. Many, many members. Andy said he was dreaming about Ariana, LVP saying, essentially, I'm not ready for the reunion. Many members of the cast have responded, shared their thoughts, and in many ways, their frustration about what has gone down and what it means, because I feel like there is sort of a universal bewilderment about this, matched and coded, layered with just visceral anger. Um, you know, in a situation, I'm going to call it a normal situation, one that doesn't happen on reality TV or associated with a reality TV television show. And in that, a very specific circle of, you know, friends and lovers, um, one would be able to process this offline. And a part of the processing is to come to terms with the idea that a person was misled, a person was potentially taken advantage of, or their trust was broken. The interesting thing with the current episodes airing now of VPR is that in many ways that narrative and discussion is taking place, except it's with Katie and Schwartz. Although there is a mutual name in both of these circumstances, and that name is Raquel. So you might be saying to yourself, I literally don't understand what's happening. Can you please explain? So I have notes from stuff I've been watching. I um, googled Reddit, (laughs) wonderful place, and pulled up a summary that was actually added to and edited in the last 20 minutes. I really waited as long as humanly possible to record this triage style app so that I could attempt to provide as updated an overview of what the fuck is going on because it feels like so much has happened. And so I want to try to help us walk through this while noting things that I've heard and just kind of my sense of where we are with this. Um, And so I'm going to reference pretty specifically a Reddit thread 
Um, and then I went down there Googling Reddit and shout out to um, the account or person. I literally don't understand Reddit. I'm I'm on Instagram. You guys know that. Proud Defecated, um, who put together a mega recap that I'm just going to read from and you know, update with my kind of thoughts and feels here and work through this. And there are a couple things that I want to note. First off, when I recorded the episode with Dylan, it's like pure, raw emotion, trying to understand and like giving a perspective based on extremely limited information that we had. And I have to be very honest, when I heard that Ariana and Sandoval had broken up, which was the announcement that went out on Friday, directly connected to Tom having an affair or rather cheating on Ariana with Raquel. Aside from my absolute shock about all of it, as mentioned, and the timing of it being so fascinating in light of the audio that I shared at the beginning of this episode, which P.S. was recorded by friend of the pod, Evan Real, who interviewed Sandoval at his concert literal minutes before Ariana discovered what the fuck was going down. That was minutes before all of this broke open. But the timing of the amount of press that all of the members or many members of the cast have been doing is fascinating in light of what we know now. Raquel going out of her way on, um, I believe the name of the podcast, I'm apologies if this isn't correct, Chicks in the Office, who put out video of these moments and had an interview with um, Sheena and Raquel recently, like this week. It's interesting to note the ways that Sandoval and Raquel both seem to speak of Ariana with a lot of respect. Sandoval saying, you know, like, we've been through it to um, a friend of the pod, Evan Real, with page six. Uh, you know, we've been through it. We're, we're, we have our ups and downs, but, you know, we're partners, whatever else. Raquel saying, and you can see this um, clip and listen to the full interview with, with, with the chicks in the office. Uh, saying that Ariana is such an incredible friend and she trusts her. You know, Raquel, days ago, Wednesday night, the night that all hell broke loose at this concert and then here in New York City, talking about what an amazing friend Ariana is, talking about the ways that she's so much better than Katie, because some of this is connected with trying to insult another member of the cast. It's fascinating to think about now, but the ways that these people spoke about this person, about Ariana, knowing the level of deception involved is genuinely out of body wild. And what was so shocking to me after this initial announcement from which Dylan and I were talking about this situation and how crazy it was, I assume this was a one-time thing. I assumed, because we didn't have any information, there was nothing to steer me, honestly, that way or otherwise, that this was a one-time whatever that led to Tom and Ariana's breakup after a nine 
year relationship. Now, is one time, one time too many? Of course. But there is a difference between cheating on someone one time and carrying on a potentially six to seven month or maybe longer affair. That when we think about the timing of when this allegedly started because of information that James has since discussed that he shared with Demois, who, you know, posted the DMs that he sent, that this has been going on since July. When you think about when the show recorded started in July with that Daily Mail event, and you think about when they started their affair. It really, truly makes you look at the episodes differently. Now, the other piece of information that either makes my experience trying to catch up to this more or less strange is the fact that over the course of that Patreon episode, I note no less than 700 times that I'm behind on the season. I'd only watch the premiere episode with recording AG and all of the work that goes into AG and its focus on housewives, often the non-housewives Bravo content is not what I run to first. I'm like looking at obsessing over the last of us or any number of likely non-Bravo related shows to like get some sort of non-Bravo related outlet, which enables me to continue watching TV, which is my obsession and also breathe. So I hadn't seen episodes that people immediately started referencing and saying, oh, this feels different. I, I think this is this reads a different way. So people who were potentially or I mean, most certainly under a very, very different impression about what they were watching and who these people were, were going back and rewatching episodes and in some cases earlier seasons. I did not have that experience because I hadn't seen the episodes from this season aside from the premiere. So what I did tonight was watch the second, third, fourth episode of VPR and the watch what happens with the Toms and then the watch what happens with Sheena and Raquel. And it was wild. It was honestly unnerving. I actually thought going into watching these episodes for the first time, that like maybe it was helpful that I now knew the information of which many of us are aware. And again, I'll get to that summary in just a sec. But I thought maybe that would like help me in seeing stuff that I wouldn't have seen or understanding it in a different way. But what I actually found watching was like, oh, I'm just looking for clues everywhere. I have no idea if something that I'm watching and responding to projection or proof. I really don't know. So during those episodes, during that watch tonight, I was like befuddled at points, especially the Tom's Watch What Happens Live and Tom Schwartz's obvious nervousness and discomfort while he's attempting to answer questions including several referencing Ariana and Raquel. It's, and that episode was recorded or at least aired February 8th, which was a while ago. And we need to get into that timeline, which we will. But it was an odd experience that I have to say I didn't particularly enjoy because I wasn't able to just watch it for the sake of watching it because it's VPR. I was watching it 
knowing what the fuck some of these people were up to and wondering who else knew and when and wondering how much of this stuff is entirely fake, which wouldn't be, you know, um, new for some of these shows, but for a very specific reason that makes me feel so gross. So since the news went out, Raquel has not gone on her social, but she has unfortunately left comments up. So her most recent post, you know, has, I don't know, at one point, 13,000 comments. For whatever reason, she hasn't limited them or taken them down. Sandoval posted a statement, which I'll get to, as did Schwartz and Sandy's. And Ariana immediately went offline. And it's, you know, I think my initial immediate instinct was like, that is exactly the right call. Get the fuck offline and just surround yourself with IRL people who you can hopefully, you know, trust to protect you and surround you with support and rage and love. Um, but it is also kind of unfortunate that the voice currently speaking is like Sandoval and his business. Obviously, other members of the cast are dragging him as he should be dragged, but it is on uh, to me incredibly unfortunate that the person who really deserves the ability to speak out the one who was obviously most hurt and harmed by this this was a 9 year relationship that will change the direction of where she goes next she owned property with this man she was trying to figure out what the next chapter of their forever was going to look like. And he not only shit on that, but he shat where he eats. He decided to engage in an affair with not only a coworker, but one of Ariana's good friends. And let's not leave out Raquel from this, who made the active choice to, you know, focus her energies on talking about whether or not James has cheated on his new girlfriend on Watch What Happens Live and giggle over how cute Schwartz is and film these scenes with Raquel and Katie where, uh, sorry, and film these scenes with Ariana and Katie. Apologies, guys. If I'm like fucking up names, you know, you know who I, you know who I mean. It's late. Um, but Raquel is filming these scenes with Ariana and Katie where they're talking about like girl power. You know, I'm going to be forthright. I'm going to be open with you, Katie, because I want to earn or earn back your trust with Ariana sitting there encouraging her, supporting her. And it's like, Jesus fucking Christ. And we can get into the kind of gendered response that's happened here a lot of people having or you know communicating rage toward Raquel and not necessarily Tom and I think that's complicated I don't think it's just as easy as like the fact that it is a obviously gendered response which is not untrue there is that But there is also the very real anger that people feel over girl on girl crime because 
Raquel chose to, well, Raquel wasn't in a relationship with Ariana. She obviously chose to deceive her good friend. This was not a stranger, not to say that that would be in any way appropriate. But this was a betrayal for Ariana that wasn't only created by Tom. It takes two to tango. And for both of these people to lie to us on camera, but most importantly, lie to their cast. I mean, the waves of betrayal here and anger that people feel is not that you need my, you know, mazel tov on this or my okay, but it's like it feels entirely warranted. Now, the way that people are describing Raquel, I'm, you know, I don't want to place judgment on how someone else is processing this. I think people have the right to be upset. I'm not going to make light of that. I think if you're new to Andy's Girls, an entirely important part of the Andy's Girls conversation starts with the idea that watching Housewives and caring about these people is not a guilty pleasure. Like, there's no guilt to me that should be um, added to the conversation of whether or not there's value in housewives. That's um, a designation that doesn't exist in hobbies or passion pursuits that are dominated by, you know, majority male audiences. And yet, for an experience and a pleasure, a pastime, an obsession, whatever it is, whatever your relationship with Bravo, Housewives, whatever else is, the idea that it's a guilty pleasure, something we should maybe feel bad about liking or connecting with is like entirely neither here nor there when it comes to the kinds of conversations that we have on AG. And AG is entirely about or tries to be about the psychology behind the housewives and in in some instances other bravo reality tv or other forms of television programming it's really about understanding and connecting with the behavior that we're seeing on tv and understanding the ways that we are you know associating our opinions with what we're watching what we've experienced as human people and how that informs our perception of what we're seeing on TV. So first and foremost, no guilt needed for the experience of giving a shit about these people. And you also think if, you know, people use that like parasocial phrase that I don't entirely, it's, I'm like, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> I, I hear it and I process it as paranormal activity and then I just get confused. Um, she's an elder <laughs> and yet still spiritually mid-20s plus. Um, But, you know, there is an understanding, I think, that many of us have engaged in what feels like a long-term relationship with Bravo over the course of potentially as great as, you know, 15 years. With VPR being on season 10, these are people whose lives we've followed for over a decade. The irony in the episode with Sheena and Raquel is (laughs) there's a moment with Andy who obviously had no idea this was going on. It is incredibly apparent to me by his conversation with the cast so far this season and also by his responses on social after this happened. Um, You know, was he given a heads up between Wednesday and when the news broke on Friday? I would assume most assuredly, but was he aware of this prior? I would say absolutely not. But there is a moment where he talks about 
um, on the watch what happens where he is, you know, it's like in the middle of a game or something. And he says to Sheena as a compliment, he's like, I don't remember what the actual question was, but as almost an aside, he's like, you know, like that's why VPR is so popular because you guys are all really consistent throughout this time. We know who you are. You're really you like warts and all. That is what makes VPR different. Like there's the idea of owning some crazy instances of wild behavior and also seeing these people grow, but knowing at the end of the day, if they're engaging in poor behavior or not, we have sort of an understanding and trust and also record after however many years of knowing who these people are. And I think the shock for many people coming out of this is like, wow, they, you know, Tom and Ariana, Sandoval and Ariana have been in a relationship for nine years, we've watched that relationship develop, get stronger, have ebbs and flows, hills and valleys, whatever (laughs) the phrases that you want to pick from. We feel like we've gone through that journey with them and many people are invested. And to me, there's literally nothing to be embarrassed about for feeling hurt or bothered, upset, mad, shocked, whatever it is that you're feeling about this whole situation because of the amount of time and energy and trust that people have had, not even in like whether you like a certain person, a personality or their behavior, but just in an understanding that while they may betray their friends or cast members, this was a different kind of betrayal because it was done in such a way that felt, I think, wounding to people, people who've developed a relationship with Ariana, people who may have experienced infidelity in their own lives or were triggered or upset by what this was, or someone maybe who had a friendship. I think a lot of this, as a woman, has been kind of woman-specific in the layers and nuances of like certain relationships that you know some of us have with a girlfriends and i think that has been a huge marker and issue and trigger for people what what this means for Raquel and Ariana and that gets into the gendered conversation. You know, I, I mentioned my Instagram has been fucking nutso um, because I've been reacting to the episodes and posting Instagram stories and then just sharing a whole lot of thoughts and feels and information, which I'll save in a highlights on my Instagram so you can see it if you'd like to, no problem if not. But, um, you know, I I wrote something on on social earlier today about some of my like discomfort about seeing the ways that that some gendered insults have been levied um, Raquel's way of calling her a whore or a slut and my discomfort with that, with the ideas that, you know, Tom Sandoval isn't being called, for example, to borrow from Mean Girls, a fugly slut. So until that happens in the majority of comments, I myself am not going to participate in that. I also think that there are more colorful words or, you know, critiques that can be leveled that doesn't deal with um, a person's sense of sexual morality, which often feels weaponized against women and not uh, always or certainly not 
seemingly almost ever to that extent toward men. And yet the idea of that girl on girl crime, the idea of the betrayal that happened between two seemingly very close friends, especially with these episodes airing that feature Ariana really quite heavily trying to support and encourage Raquel understanding from the press that's happened how close a friendship um, Raquel and Ariana have developed even after filming ended and knowing as we know now that during that time seemingly assuredly Raquel was fucking her boyfriend that is a tough pill to swallow and a very very tough nut to crack so while I'm not going to participate in language that feels to me gendered by, I would say, slut shaming, I understand that other people may have different experiences that influence the ways that they are responding to this. Ciao, AGs. I am speaking to you right now from Rome, Italy, where I am having a little bit of a European adventure. While I love the city and have had so many unique experiences to historical sites, the Vatican, we went to the Pantheon earlier today, there was a little bit of a hiccup in the apartment that we're staying in. And while I really enjoyed getting to know Fabrizio, the owner of the flat, there was a little bit of a language barrier because I unfortunately do not speak any Italian, even though I have watched The Sopranos all the way through at least three times. And this is where Rosetta Stone comes in. What would have helped me enormously in traveling abroad would have been brushing up, also known as entirely learning, the language of Italian. It could have broken down barriers and conversation with Fabrizio. And I also think speaking the language of the place that you're in is a sign of respect to the locals. It's also the ability to fully immerse yourself in the experience. And me not knowing any Italian, apologies to my grandpa Reno, who did make pizza from scratch, it would have been an incredible and even more incredible memorable experience. Rosetta Stone is the trusted expert for 30 years with millions of users and 25 languages offered, including Spanish, French, Italian, that's right, German, Chinese, and even more. Rosetta Stone immerses you in so many ways. There are no English translations, so you can really learn, listen, and think in that language you want to learn. It's designed for long-term retention, which is especially helpful for me because while this is my first trip to Italy, I really try truly hope it won't be my last. The lifetime membership that Rosetta Stone offers has all 25 languages for any and all trips and language needs in life. That's lifetime access to all 25 language courses that Rosetta Stone offers for 50% off. Don't put off learning that language. There's no better time than right now to get started. For a very limited time, AGs can get Rosetta Stone's lifetime membership for 50% off. Visit rosettastone.com slash today. That's 50% off unlimited access to 25 language courses for the rest of your life. Redeem your 50% off at rosettastone.com slash today today. Ciao. Hey, AGs. Are you ready to add a touch of luxury to your home, just like the Real Housewives? BCC Villa Rosa. Obvs. Introducing Home Threads where style meets comfort for the ultimate glam experience. Picture this. 
chic furniture, one could even say chic c'est la vie, that mirrors the elegance of your favorite housewives' mansions. With exclusive designer collections and a curated selection, HomeThreads.com has everything you need to make your space as fabulous as the housewives themselves and always at the best value. Unlike Joe Gorka's initial attempts at windows, perhaps. Now, I have to tell you, I know that Padma is no longer on Top Chef, and may her memory be a blessing, but nothing has made me feel better prepared to host future seasons and potentially even iterations of Top Chef Upper East Side Edition than the Henkel's clad 10-piece stainless steel cookware set in silver that I got along with a two-piece stainless steel ceramic non-stick fry set from Zwilling thanks to Home Threads. It makes me feel like I am finally ready to be a top chef one egg over easy at a time. They're gorgeous. They look great in the apartment. For someone like me who lives in New York City which with a very small space, what I have in my kitchen is important because guests who come to visit me see it. And I'm so, so thankful to have discovered Home Threads because now I feel fully prepared to make eggs a la Francais. Head over to HomeThreads.com today and live your best Real Housewives life. Go to HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls and get a code for 15% off your first order. Again, that's HomeThreads.com slash AndyScrolls for a 15% off code off your first order. HomeThreads, love where you live. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. Hero also drops other limited edition ultra-low net carb goodies like rich, flaky croissants and buttery brioche slider rolls. Head to Hero.co to shop today. And Tom Sandoval limited his comments. Raquel did not. Had Tom Sandoval not limited his comments, my guess is he would have more than Raquel's current 13,000 plus. So I think people are seeing Tom's limited comments and Raquel's overwhelming number of comments and thinking that all of the ire is aimed her way. And while there certainly can be a conversation about choosing one over the other the comment stuff gets a little um tough to use as an example because they're uneven because he's limited access and she is for whatever reason not um and then ariana is you know offline i think trying to process all of this um kristen doty has you know posted video with her sheena has posted video with her since this went out and let's talk about the when this went out and what the fuck happened before we potentially discuss what's coming up next and the purpose honestly of talking about all of this with you guys today is because you're going to get two more episodes this week and my hope is that this is a little bit of like surviving the mess a survival guide to what the fuck is going on so that we don't need to spend the time in those deep dives with guests that I adore talking about exactly the minutiae of all that happened like consider this the episode to do that so that in conversation with guest hosts 
this week, we can get into the thoughts and feels and where do we go from here and what the fuck happens next. And, you know, Potomac technically aired. I've heard. (laughs) I haven't had a chance to see it. New Jersey will have a new episode. There's other stuff going. But I think, you know, understanding the focus that so many of us have on this, I wanted to direct attention so that we could process information on this episode and then get into more of the nuances on the eps to come. So let's get into that Reddit thread that I mentioned. Um, Shout out to Proud Defecated on the Reddit thread r backslash Vanderpump Rules um, that is titled Fourth Mega Recap, uh, which was again updated in the last 20 minutes. And I just kind of want to share it with you and talk about it, noting again that the audio that started this episode was an interview Sandoval gave actual moments before this all blew apart on Wednesday night. So let's get into it. According to James's message to Demois, which I mentioned, Sandoval and Raquel started an affair seven months ago. Page six says this happened while Ariana was not in town which times around a beginning of July. July is also the month VPR started filming. And James also mentions that allegedly Sandoval and Raquel hooked up at points while Ariana was home and sleeping. So if you were wondering, does there exist a sequel to Drive? This looks like it might be the one. Um, A bunch of outlets that have been covering and sharing scoop, you know, obviously given to them by different sources with different intentions and goals in mind include Demois, People, The Daily Mail, and Page Six. Those, that's kind of like the holy trinity plus Demois of, um, of, Uh, outlets, um, in addition, obviously, to all of the content creators in the world. So Demois said after this news got out that they had gotten a submission in February, on February 22nd, and apparently also one back in December that revealed this affair was going on. But out of respect for Ariana, they didn't post it. That information detailed that Sandoval and Raquel were in love and that it, that's, that's my, um, emphasis, and that it may have started as an open relationship and then evolved into a full-blown secret affair. Ariana tweeted before all of this that she would never partake in an open relationship, something she actually said multiple times. And I'm going to sidebar here. I've had people message me saying, is there potential that it's an open relationship? And I can only go off of what Ariana herself has said, which is no. That is not something that she would be comfortable in. Um, she does not want to be in an open relationship. And I also want to add to that, I think this is relatively apparent, but just in case it's not, and just to, just to say it and speak it into the ether, infidelity can exist in every kind of relationship, including relationships that are seen as non-traditional. You can be in an open relationship and have your partner engage in an affair, emotional, physical, sexual, whatever it is. And also, the conversation about an open relationship, something Ariana has said repeatedly she thought she was not in, and is certainly something that she has said she doesn't have an interest in being in, 
has the impact or effect, even inadvertently, of opening up the idea that this started with some sort of understanding or information and built into an affair. The idea that this started as an open relationship where Tom Sandoval was maybe dipping his toes into, you know, because this was allowed to see other people. Ariana was aware and then something happened with uh, Raquel and it became an affair from there. And I think it minimizes actually the impact and hurt and damage that was incurred pretty much solely by Ariana when you think of those three primary people that I don't think is fair to her. And I'm going to take her at her word that they weren't in an open relationship. And I'm going to take Sandoval and Raquel at their word from the information that we have that they suck, that they were engaged in this affair and that they seemed by some examples that I'm going to get into allegedly to kind of get off on the idea of having a secret language of duplicitous love, the ways that they had winks with each other, the ways that they maybe carried on with plot lines while filming the show in order to protect from people finding out or maybe thinking that something was going on or looking at their friendship differently that also had the impact of further humiliating Ariana when she found out. And some of this information, you have to understand, it's all alleged. Whether or not someone says on social media in a blind item that they're friends with any of these people or a source does not mean that they have ever met or communicated with any of these people in their lives. And also, there is a very apparent vested interest by Tom's team and Ariana, uh, sorry, by Tom's team and Raquel's team to try to push forth narratives that this maybe wasn't as bad because a lot of people are in PR triage right now and they're just trying to figure out a way out. So whether that happens with anonymous comments on Reddit or messages to Demois or sources say on any of those media sites that I just previously mentioned, you have really no idea when someone is an anonymous source who they represent. We, at least, the readers, the kind of like outsiders to this, um, the voyeurs, the wi- not witnesses, but rather voyeurs, that we really don't know about another person's intention when they're sharing information. So just keep that in mind when we're even like talking with each other and it's like, well, apparently word on the street is X, Y, Z. We don't actually know if any of that is true. And some of the information that we're getting does seem to have the impact of sl- ever so slightly helping Sandoval and Raquel, who... I mean, I don't know. You know, even the idea that Sandoval and Raquel are in love. Maybe. I, I don't know. You know, I'm sure there is some heavy conversation right now about how this is going to play out because, spoiler alert, production is back in play. They quickly decided to begin filming again. And according to one of many news articles, Uh, there could have been cameras there on Wednesday night when um, Ariana discovered the affair. Now let's get into that. According to Demois, Ariana discovered, and page six and people, Ariana discovered the affair at a Most Extras concert on Wednesday. Sandoval's phone, again, alleged, slipped out of his pocket 
and Ariana found sexually explicit videos of Raquel on his phone. He apparently admitted it immediately, and Raquel maintained the lie until she got caught. One thing to note here that allegedly um, Ariana sent, knowing that Sheena and um, Raquel were in New York, and knowing that they had just filmed Watch What Happens, which I believe aired live, Ariana allegedly sent the video to Raquel with something along the lines of like, you're dead to me. And Raquel got real upset and then shared what the fuck was going on with Sheena, which got into a very, very heated argument with the two. So Wednesday night was real bad for several people. Um, couple submissions to Demois. Raquel told Sheena about the affair after Watch What Happens on Wednesday. Um, from what I have read, because of Raquel crying when she received whatever communication from Ariana, probably understanding the jig is up. And also, I probably need to, you know, tell some people about this because it's about to get out. And there was some sort of argument fight, potential physical altercation that took place when Raquel revealed what the fuck was going on to Sheena. It has been said that Sheena may be physically hit or hurt her in some way, something that Raquel's sister herself acknowledged on social. Who the fuck knows? I really, truly have no idea what is going on when it comes to what actually occurred, but Lord knows we're going to hear about it as, um, you know, these upcoming episodes air. Um, continuing on, according to TMZ and People Magazine, producers started filming again immediately. Production has been extended for two more weeks, and production's goal is, or hope rather, is to add all of this into the end of the season. Demois posted that they filmed at Tom and Ariana's home on March 3rd and Raquel filmed on Saturday the 4th and that Bravo has ordered one additional episode. So while one source said that maybe there were cameras at the concert, if there were any there, I'm not exactly sure if that would have been related to the show production itself or is just something someone pulled out of their ass that isn't actually true. But they are filming. Ariana's friend Meredith said that Sandoval at one point got on the phone with his publicist to, quote, salvage what he can and for us to be mindful of this as news comes out. So far, a source close to Tom, I believe this was on page six, claims that he and Ariana, his and Ariana's, whatever words, oh my God, you guys, Ariana's relationship had been shaky for a while. And again, this is an example of like, who gets a benefit from this information and this narrative shift taking place? Sandoval also dropped out with a pre-scheduled interview with Page Six. A source told Page Six it wasn't Sandoval's doing. He had a scheduling conflict, uh, I assume, with his heart. Um, you know, 
trying to discover if one still existed. And page six also reported that um, Sandoval and Raquel had allegedly been planning to tell Ariana for weeks. Um, An article that I read, (laughs) it's like, remember where you were with some of this information that goes out. I read that in a like vegan health restaurant in I don't even know where the fuck I was Soho. And when I tell you the way that I rolled my eyes to not only the back of my head, but also surrounding rooms in that restaurant, I am counting as strength training for that day. It is unbelievable to put out an idea that like, "Mm, you know, we were planning to tell her for weeks, this affair that had been going on potentially for six or seven months or longer. You know, we, we were going to tell her the last couple of weeks, but we just couldn't stop fucking. We just couldn't find the time to tell her because of all the sex and duplicitous garbage, unethical, shitty, monstrous behavior we were engaged on with a little bit of a wink. It's interesting to me that because this is like, you know, it's like trying to figure out what will pass the smell test for some. The last couple of weeks seems right. So it's like, OK, cool. You've been engaged in an affair potentially for six or seven months. But you're telling me two weeks ago you checked your affair, affair Google Cal and you were like, oh, my God, let's say Thursday after next. So let's just like keep fucking until then and then tell my partner of almost a decade and also my good friend that we were having an affair because we're like maybe in love. I think there's some love here. I don't know that it's directed with each other. It might in some ways be directed with the act that they were so seemingly happily engaged in, which is both about the affair and the cover-up. It's never the crime. It's always the cover-up. It's also a little bit of the crime. And this is a crime of the heart and some other shit. So keep that in mind with some of this sources, yada, yada. Now, Ariana's friend, Zach, I don't know who Zach is, but I am intrigued, suspects that Schwartz knew everything that was going on. Sandoval on Instagram, which we'll get to, insists otherwise. Zach also suspects that a Most Extras member, member of Sandoval's band, leaked the news to Dumois. Because also, like, how did this, who did it? Who done did it and why? Um... A Redditor who claimed to be one of Raquel's friends, uh, God, that's got to be a a small circle for both, um, says that the band knew because these two lovebirds would hook up after the show. Um, And the videos that are coming out from content creators of Raquel front row at all these fucking concerts, including ones where she's wearing Tom Tom, go back and watch the if you haven't already seen it or watch it again, the watch what happens with Raquel and Sheena that was recorded the night all of this, the lies fell apart because the confusion on Andy's face felt very real. And also like, what the fuck are you doing at, at certain points with some of her responses from saying that Sandoval is like more fuckable or cuter or whatever the hell the answer was to one of the questions in a game versus Schwartz. Raquel giving her, uh, giving, um, a, a VP, uh, sorry, a, um, uh, what was it? A Tom Tom, um, bedazzled hoodie to Andy and Andy being like, do you work there now? Like, why are you the one giving this to me? But it's cute. And it it actually was adorable. Um, will I ever financially support um, anything that Tom Sandoval is associated with to be determined? And we'll get to that too. 
So uh, moving quite along, um, there are questions and comments that anonymous sources have posted that Ariana may have been suspicious for months. Again, information I am taking with an absolute grain of salt. Um, there is conversation that maybe Sandoval is who Raquel kissed at Coachella when everyone said Raquel was kissing Tom and people took for granted or assumed, understandably so, that the Tom in question was Schwartz, who all parties involved until this, you know, shocking news came out said could not be possible it couldn't have been Schwartz at Coachella because he wasn't there well somebody else was another Tom it's about Tom just maybe not the one people were thinking about and what does it mean for Schwartz what is this whole storyline about Schwartz and Raquel awkwardly talking about maybe hooking up who knows when Schwartz found out. Sandoval has put out some information about how we shouldn't blame Schwartz, who only became aware of what was going on recently. But I got to tell you, watching those episodes, having not seen them before, but, you know, having the misfortune or understanding that I know what the fuck uh, Sandoval and Raquel were doing. I don't know, guys. That watch what happens with the Schwartzes, with the Sandovals, with the Toms and the Toms. Watching that episode, I remember seeing people talking on social when that episode aired that Schwartz was like being very strange and awkward and kept looking at Sandoval during. And that episode, which was aired February 8th, <sighs> A month ago does not reflect well on the idea that maybe Schwartz didn't know because he is acting in such a way that makes a person think. And again, is this projection or proof? Is he looking at Tom Sandoval every single time he's asked a question, especially one concerning Ariana or Raquel, because he doesn't know what to say because he's feeling awkward or because he doesn't know what to say and he's feeling awkward because he doesn't want to let something slip out? Schwartz has proven himself to be a guy whose primary objective is to, like, protect the male friend in the scenario. He obviously has proven himself, I think, in my opinion, to be a really shitty friend to Ariana. Maybe he was uncomfortable about not knowing what to do. I'm not quite sure, but I lean more in the direction of not necessarily giving Schwartz the benefit, the benefit of the doubt while acknowledging, who knows? I think the reunion, which is alleged to be filming at the end of March, is going to be a shit show. I think this season has been turned on its head. And I think several people are going to have things to answer to. I don't know if it's going to be the first opportunity for Ariana to speak. Um, hers is the voice I want to hear most, but I do have to say that like of the two questions that I have, I would say maybe the top two are when exactly did this start and when did Schwartz find out and how, 
Was he told? Did he discover it? But literally, when did that happen? Because when you watch that, watch what happens. It's a fucking mess. Um, Okay, continuing on. uh, Someone told page six that Ariana was in fact blindsided and had no idea or understanding that any of this had taken place, uh, which an anonymous source also told uh, Demois. And then this post, which you can um, get to by going to the r backslash Vanderbilt rules um, thingy on Reddit. Oh my God, I'm a real, I'm a real tech gal. Also includes some um, Easter eggs that I won't get into. You can uh, look at that at your leisure. Um, and then as further updates, um, the account Pump Rules Bravo on Instagram claims that Sandoval has shown no remorse for his actions. There are paparazzi pictures of Sandoval um, that aren't necessarily showing a man in full repent, or at least performative repent. Um, Also, he was trolled by attendees at uh, a concert he performed at on Friday, people yelling, Ariana, which there are videos of that you can see on social. And his response to that at one point was saying, we love Ariana. Um which, you know, interesting way to show your love. Um, Also, one of his band members, just as a little PS, was like very pissed about the yelling of Ariana and was, I guess, using like derogatory, quote unquote, like cool mom behavior stuff on Instagram, which like, babe, if you have any upset or, or you feel like, you know, these are otherwise big fans of your music, not in any way related with being there because they're specifically Bravo fans. Boy, do you have a little bit of a wake-up call. Um, and also Raquel may have changed her PR team. Oh, my my prayers to them, um, but also not. Uh, and according to a submission, again, posted from Demois that both Kristen and Katie reposted on their Instagrams, her alleged new team's alleged strategy is for Raquel to dump Sandoval on camera when filming uh, with him again, um, which is alleged to have happened yesterday if that plan actually um, took place, and then potentially go after him for screen recording any um, potential sexual content, um, possibly without her consent. And in the words of this poster, taking advantage of her when she was vulnerable. And then maybe going on an apology tour. Um, yeah, this is going to be a, an interesting journey to see what happens when we actually watch those aired apps. And also, speaking of Easter eggs, wondering what edits are potentially taking place now to add in any kind of hints or winks or repositioning of storyline now that we know what actually occurred. Um, So as I mentioned, Sandoval posted to his Instagram and he had a couple things to say. Let's like set the mood a little bit here, okay? Sandoval says, hey, I uh, fully understand and deserve your, your, spelled U-R, anger and disappointment towards me, but please leave Schwartz, my friends and family, 
out of this situation. Schwartz specifically only found out about this very recently and most definitely did not condone my actions. This was a very personal thing. Also, Schwartz and Sandy's might have my name on it, but also there are three other partners and 20 employees who especially rely on the restaurant for income for them and their families. Just like Tom Tom, I'm a small part of a much bigger thing. Please direct your anger towards me and not them. Once again, you are spelled you are. You're spelled you are. They did nothing wrong. I'm so sorry that my partners, Greg, Brett, and Schwartz, and our employees have to suffer for my actions. I will be taking a step back and taking a hiatus out of respect for my employees and partners. I need some time to address everything else. Sorry for everything, hyphen, end statement. Um, you may have noticed there's no mention of Ariana in this, which several of her cast members have noted and posted about Lala, um, Kristen, Katie, and so on. Um, you know, but he wants to leave Schwartz out of this. Schwartz is the one obviously most grievously harmed by the affair that took place. That's important to find out. You know, it's interesting watching those um, VPR episodes tonight. It is literally now 12.15 a.m., by the way. And um, finding out the information that Sandoval's retired firefighting mother and his stepfather contributed two hundred and fifty thousand dollars as an investment in that company in that business in that bar it's um you know when you talk about partners and employees those who rely on the restaurant for income for them and their families obviously sandoval's family is going to be one of several to be affected but you know, he mentions that he's a small part of a much bigger thing. That thing just so happens to be n- named, you know, Schwartz and Sandy's. It, it relies on his Bravo celebrity, celebrity fame. It also relies on his reputation. It relies on the ways that fans have felt affection for him. That is what enabled Tom Tom to exist, and that is what inspired them to expand. Just a little bit of information that Sandoval certainly did not make clear. So let's now look at what Schwartz and Sandy posted in response. Um, Greg himself has been posting from that account. Um, I am going to pull up that statement. And again, recording this technically Sunday, super late at night. Uh, So this went up a day ago. Schwartz and Sandy has posted a statement that says, in light of the recent news, we appreciate the many words of support, but we also understand the outpouring of outrage that has been directed towards our business. However, those of us who are not famous have dedicated our time, hearts, and money to make this restaurant a reality. We, too, are disappointed by the current situation, as Ariana has always been a good friend and a great supporter of the restaurant. We appreciate that you may feel a certain way, but please understand that the livelihoods of others also depend on this business. 
there are far more people involved in this venture than just Tom Sandoval and Tom Schwartz. Our staff, from the waitresses and bartenders to the cooks and dishwashers, all have nothing to do with this unfortunate situation. Please take into consideration that posting negative comments affects more than just the individual you may be upset with. Our goal has always been to create a place where our community can come and enjoy a fun atmosphere with good food and friendly service, and we intend to focus on that endeavor. That is after they were hit with a number of scalding comments and before Yelp also suspended the ability to review their establishment after many, many negative reviews, including one referencing cockroaches being found at the restaurant, which featured a Photoshop um, of um, Raquel's head. So while one can certainly appreciate the fact that employees and investors, including Tom Sandoval's very mother, should ideally not be impacted negatively because of Tom's incredibly poor behavior, I don't know how much of that the Bravo community is responsible for. Tom had a responsibility to behave in a manner that would, one would think, help or at least move more, you know, positively into the future, maintaining a consistent reputation across the board. Because while you can behave poorly on VPR and have that not necessarily hurt your business. Um, In some ways, it might actually help it. Cheating on your girlfriend with a co-star who was until this point considered a friend of hers as well, lying to people and behaving in some ways that aren't great is going to impact your business. The business had his name on the door for a reason. It was due to his success as a member of the cast. That very success obviously enabled these opportunities to happen and is seemingly dependent on a continued audience or fan support. While I'm sure there are people who may go into the restaurant having no idea who Schwartz or Sandy are and they're just looking for a good nosh, you know, a drink, a little turtle time, whatever else. There is also an expectation here, I think, that they will receive fan support, which I think many, many people were planning to do. And some of those plans have changed. Now, while obviously there are people who have been punitive, potentially even threatening in the ways that they have reacted with anger and frustration about what occurred, there are also people who are visibly upset, who are communicating the fact that they are no longer going to be supporting a business maybe that they were planning to. And aside from any kind of like super dark and problematic response, any kind of like threats and all of that, people expressing frustration, it's not the responsibility of people to support Sandoval's employees more than he himself has. The people that Sandoval obviously let down, that's Tom Sandoval's responsibility to fix those relationships. It is not the Bravo community's responsibility to ensure that this restaurant is a success. That is 
Sandoval and Schwartz's problem right now. It's Greg's problem. And it is incredibly unfortunate that innocent people, including those waitresses, restaurant staff, dishwashers, people working the door, investors are being harmed by Tom's extreme and extremely long stance, allegedly, of duplicitous behavior, which has impacted his business. It's why morality clauses are a thing, so that companies can back out of deals with like high-level athletes and celebrities and other famous people because your reputation matters and it can have an incredibly negative effect on a person's business, which also comes in waves and impacts a lot of people who are absolutely innocent to this, who have the right to, you know, potentially, hopefully go to work and keep their jobs. But the responsibility and the fault of any, you know, blame coming anyone's way, I really don't think it's blame. I think it's incredibly negative attention. The person responsible for that is Sandoval. And Schwartz is going to be in hot water for a while because we really don't know when he found out. We really don't know if he was conspiring to help steer or distract attention or not. But the ways that these guys have been doing business, as we've seen on VPR, hasn't necessarily inspired an expectation that they're doing a lot of like research and stuff, including of their contracts. And it's just incredibly unfortunate to know that there are many people who are affected by their poor behavior, both members of the cast, personally and professionally, most obviously number one, Ariana, and also any professional obligations or responsibilities they have with people, including the restaurant staff. It's also, to me, a little bit cringe that the post directly preceding this one that Schwartz and Sandys refuses to archive is one featuring Ariana, who seemingly did her level best to support actively, publicly, and consistently all of Tom Schwartz's and Tom Sandoval's projects because she wanted to be a supportive partner and friend. So the fact that the post directly before this one is using the language, we miss you already, we can't wait to have you again on Wednesday, martini, hashtag OOTD, outfit of the day, and features Ariana smiling, like enjoying life in the restaurant. It's tough when you look at the information about how disappointed they are that acknowledges Ariana and being a great friend and supporter of the restaurant. Ideally, the restaurant, whomever is managing the restaurant social, if that Greg's, if that's Greg or someone else, can also be a little bit more respectful for acknowledging the ways that Ariana helped them by appearing in posts, being happy to be photographed, going to various events, supporting Sandoval's band, concert, tour at seemingly every single fucking stop, joined in many instances by Raquel, that maybe there would be, and this is just my two shekels, that maybe like there would be a little bit of awareness of maybe 
giving a timeout to using Ariana's likeness to promote the restaurant. Um, just a little bit of respect shown her way or just like consciousness or understanding. But um, obviously they disagree and that's okay. It's probably not the first time that I'm going to uh, not necessarily agree with one of Tom Sandoval's business strategies, um, including the business of not being a shitty boyfriend. Um, speaking of shitty boyfriends, a lot of information coming out that people are chasing down rabbit holes, including the po- the possibility, the potential that Sandoval and Raquel had, I don't know, I want to call it like friendship necklaces, except it's, you know, about an affair. Um of lightning bolts. I guess you could say it was inspired by Tom Tom's own branding, but a lightning bolt necklace that Ariana, uh, sorry, and again, apologies late at night, that Raquel wore off and on during filming. You can watch it on episodes, also shown on her social. And Sandoval also wore a lightning bolt necklace, which you can see on several episodes and the most recent episode of Watch What Happens Live as maybe being a wink about what the fuck was going on. Speaking of winks, if you haven't seen the photo of Sandoval dressing as Raquel for Halloween, seemingly if we're going according to any kind of timeline during the period in which they were fucking, it's an interesting choice to dress as the woman you're engaged in an affair with as an LOL. It's like the winks here to each other while they are engaged in an affair. And while we don't know whether or not the lightning bolt is a thing or is a nothing burger, I mean, first off, justice for lightning bolts, okay? They obviously have terrible taste in how to be a supportive partner and friend, but also their specific choices of jewelry, not great. Um, But justice for lightning bolts otherwise, I have a little lightning bolt in my ear and I love it. I fucking love this little lightning bolt, okay? It's a little doodad, this little yellow gold Michigas mid-ear, okay? It's not coming out anytime soon. Um, Has nothing to do with a potential cheating throuple, I'll tell you that much. Um, So that's the thing that happened. And also just the hoodie of it all, this fucking VP uh, TomTom hoodie that I'm never going to unsee for the rest of my life, burned into my brain, seeing Sandoval's Halloween outfit, understanding what he was actually doing and with whom, potentially during that time, is not ideal. Nor is not really having any true understanding of the timeline here, because we're getting information from James. I don't know where he's getting his information from. We obviously haven't gotten a formal response from Sandoval or uh, Raquel or obviously footage that's currently being filmed that will answer any questions about what actually happened and when. And who knows how this is going to impact the episodes that have yet to air, the one that's the, the at least one that is filming now, LVP's planned appearance on Watch What Happens this coming Wednesday night. And what the fuck is going to happen at the reunion? Andy posted (laughs) about the hoodie that Raquel gave him at Watch What Happens and was like, Lord knows this hoodie's seen some shit. And also, that was not not a direct quote. Um, And also posted about literally dreaming of, of Ariana. And it's like the focus, I think, for most people is there. While people are obviously upset and to me have every right to be for all of the reasons that I mentioned during this episode and many more, 
there has also been an outpouring and flood of support for Ariana. Now, um, a content creator called Ether and Opal, who has a, a Bravo merch store I've purchased stuff from, um, has uh, put out a um, themed, it's kind of like, I think it says a t-shirt, like with the design of shorts and sandies that says like cheaters and scumbags or something. And all of the proceeds are going to Alexandria House, which is an organization that is very meaningful um, to Ariana. Um, Ether and Opal put out an ask and asked, among other people, Kristen Doty, who has said, she 25-8, you know, like 24-7, is a, a proud member of Team Ariana, that they have been close friends for years um, and is one of her very, very vocal cast members and supporters rallying people to um, share love. Um, asked Ariana which charitable organization that Ariana would uh, want funds um, from this T-shirt sale to support, which I thought was a very generous idea by this Bravo small business, um, Bravo-holic small business rather, and um, something that could add a little bit of positive energy and light into the world and show Ariana that people, um, you know, are sending her love. So I just want to share some info on Alexandria House. I'm going to post a link to their site in the show notes for this episode. They are a transitional home for women and children located in Los Angeles. Since 1996, Alexandria House has been a community-oriented transitional house and neighborhood center, which is intentionally multicultural, anti-racist, and where the needs of women who are economically poor are central. So, you know, it's Women's History Month. Shout out to Raquel. Hope you're I don't know, learning something. Um, and also shout out, obviously, to Ariana, who is doing the work of women supporting women. Um, and I think that's something positive that can be done. Now, how many of us are like, where the fuck is something about her? The sandwich shop. What is going on? Now would be a really good time for people to potentially buy gift cards and support um, a small business created by two women whose lives we've been following for quite a while. Um, and there's no seeming information or updates on that. But my hope is that there will be soon because I think uh, a lot of us are interested in supporting that business and doing so maybe in addition to going to Schwartz and Standies, maybe incredibly uh, unrelated. Um, but there is another business that is run by uh, Ariana that you can support now. It's called DFH Drink From Home. And I'm going to include a link in the show notes there too. So if you want to buy yourself some cocktails or syrups or drink recipes or cocktail kits or powder or whatever else, um, you can go there for more information uh, and to support Ariana's company startup um, in that way. Um, guys, this is a lot of information. I'm sure it is possible and entirely possible, almost certain that there is some moment that I left out. Um, and yet, luckily, we have every episode upcoming until truly the end of time. 
in which to share that information. Now, I don't remember if I said this, um, but just kind of looking over my notes about the message that Ariana sent to um, Raquel on Wednesday night, she did say, allegedly, you're dead to me. And that kicked off uh, Raquel's upset, which kicked off Sheena finding out what was going on. Sheena, one of many uh, cast members who has since uh, unfollowed Raquel and also attended a concert with Ariana, again, not Sandoval's. Um, I believe that was on Friday night. Um, so if you want to listen to that episode that Dylan and I recorded literal moments after finding out what the fuck was going on and going down, you can do that at the AG Patreon, number one way of supporting the pod. And this sassy little lady, uh, also exhausted, overhears uh, content creation and so much else. Um, you can do that at patreon.com slash Girls. You get exclusive bonus episodes and so much more. If you're new to AG, I do a little thing on the pod called Satchels of Gold, which are listener thoughts and feels, questions and concerns about all things Housewives and Bravo. Uh, They're named in honor, of course, of Her Holiness Kelly Clorin Ben-Simone, and I have been collecting a small book's worth of your satchels of gold about all things VPR. So I'll be recording a satchel spectacular on Patreon this week, focused on your thoughts, feels, a lot of questions, lot of concerns about what all of this means, um, the impact, and what the fuck to think about whatever we're going to learn next. Also do a little AMA on IG stories and get your thoughts on how you're feeling, what you want to talk about, what you want um, me to focus on next. If you want another VPR-specific bonus episode, let me know your thoughts and feels. Um, Listen, a lot of questions, a lot of concerns, a lot of like, oh my God, what the fuck? It has been a crazy experience. It's also shown, honestly, the fucking intelligence and humor and smarts of so many people, viewers, content creators, the tweets I've been retweeting, the posts I've been seeing, the way this community has come together to do, honestly, an illustrious drag has been of. <laughs> of certainly at least two people and maybe a couple more um, has really shown the thoughtfulness and honestly intelligence um, that this community has. Uh, And again, if you haven't thanked your local neighborhood content creator, uh, this week is probably now a good time to do so. Um, I couldn't name all of the accounts that I've been uh, who's shit I've been looking at because I've just been looking at a ton of shit and a lot of it has made me literally audibly lol and I've also had moments of like just feeling so fucking sad for Ariana because ultimately at the center of this hopefully maybe not for Raquel maybe not for Sandoval I don't know that regret develops immediately because of a very, very public reveal. I don't know that either of these people were thinking at all about the impact of what they were doing for Ariana, but I know that many, many, many members of the community are making that their focus. 
Um, and hopefully at a time in which she feels comfortable and like emotionally safe, that she'll return to Instagram and that people can hopefully shower her with support and love. Um, and also acknowledge the ways that we're communicating our thoughts and feels and frustration toward Sandoval, toward Raquel, noting that both of these people should be held accountable for a really, really shitty, awful, manipulative, gross decision that was made. But just looking and seeing, is there a difference in how I'm speaking or communicating or feeling frustration for this person or that? Um, And, you know, Jax was always in my head, the number one guy, as he said in the group. In many ways, the number one fuckboy. But I don't know, guys. There is I, one of the polls that I posted was like, what is worse? What happened with Kristen and Jax or this? And whew, if you're going to ask me, it is no contest that to have the long-term relationship that Sandoval had and to treat his partner with the kind of ongoing, long-form disrespect, both with the act and how he has responded to it, it's just honestly absurd. It also goes to show, and I'm sure this is something that some people can understand, uh, some of these guys that say they're really great, that seem to take a really high moral path in showing their goodness uh, versus someone else's and saying that they know best, Um, some of those guys really fucking suck. And Sandoval is the number one guy in the group to me in that sense. Um, do I think he will learn anything from this? Sure. Do I think he will learn the lessons one would hope he would? I couldn't tell you. And the same goes for Raquel, which is honestly a character study I will save for a later date. Um, what a time to be alive. What a time to be a Bravo-holic. This was going to be a mini episode, and I proved that by recording for a solid 90 minutes plus. Um, it is now 1240 in the morning, <laughs> Eastern Standard Time. But I really, really wanted to make sure that this app went up. Hopefully, it's a little bit of background, just a, a scooch, a thought. Lord knows there were moments that were missed. But again, the conversation will continue, and oh my fucking God, at that. Honestly, oh my fucking God. Um, wow, guys, wow. Honestly, wow, guys, wow. I'm emotional about it. I am doing a spiritual in my head turtle time. I, you know, honestly, this reunion is going to be... Y'all know I don't watch episodes live typically. I think I might spend the day staring at my turned off TV and just waiting it out until the first of, I assume, 15 parts airs. Um, So I look forward to picking that the fuck apart once uh, we see it. Who knows when? Um, And speaking of reunions, um, Potomac was tonight. We'll watch that before. The next new AG is upcoming. And P.S., if you liked this, uh, this episode, you know, comment with some, uh, 
some yada yada on the up post on my social on Instagram at Dame Galley. Join the AG Patreon. Subscribe to the pod. Tell your friends. Share links if you at me in an IG story or post. I'm happy to um, reshare. Uh, it's a little bit of effort to make this summary hopefully be somewhat coherent. Apologies for moments in which it possibly was not. But there's a whole lot of shit that went down. And for that, I am blaming Sandoval. Guys, on that note, I like saying on that note at least six to 18 times over the course of any given episode drinking game alert anytime i say on that note when i think i'm ending an episode but in fact just just continue talking on that note thanks for listening hopefully this was some sort of survival guide and uh listen guys new ag coming soon in the meantime i'll talk to you later all right bye bye What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.